So this Friday, the 20th of March, was the vernal equinox. Or, in other words, the first day of spring. And I am so thrilled coming back from Chicago where it was still cold and blustery and windy to come back to Nebraska where it actually truly is spring. I have enjoyed the past couple of days very much so. And so even though we might have a little bit of cold weather coming, please no, please no, uh, I would say that spring is officially here. And so how did Mike, Kenny, and I celebrate the coming of spring, we decided to plant a garden. Well, it's not uh, a new decision, actually. We've got, we got from permission from our landlord back in January to build a garden this spring, and we've been talking about what we might want in it and, and how big we might want it and those sorts of things, but those have been general conversations. But this weekend, we got really serious about it. We went to Lowe's, and we bought tools and seeds, and a book. (laughs) A book about gardening, a gardening for dummies kind of book. Uh, Because once we read through it, we'll go back for the right kind of soil and plant food and other such stuff, because the truth is, we don't know what we're doing. We really don't. Uh, Neither Mike or I have gardened before, and as I've said a hundred times, I can kill a spider plant. They say you can't kill spider plants, but I have killed spider plants. But here we are, planting a garden. We don't know what's going to happen, but we've promised each other, Mike and I have promised each other, that we'll have fun doing it. We are going to plant a garden, and in the end, I guess we'll just have to see what comes up. So, as I mentioned, I just returned from Chicago just a few days ago. I was in Chicago for a few days for the next church conference. It's a conference that looks forward to the future of the church, what is next for the Church of Jesus Christ in the world, what is next for Presbyterian churches, what is next for people of faith in the world and the culture that we live in and that we are living into. Uh, at this conference, they have a number of different workshops, and, and we, we got to choose two workshops, one for Monday, one for Tuesday. And the workshop that I chose for Monday, uh, that I chose to attend on Monday, was entitled Failure Lab. Failure Lab. I'll read you the workshop description that drew me to this workshop. It said, Failure Lab is revolutionizing contexts and populations by creating spaces and forums for failure. The Failure Lab workshop will challenge your perception of failure and the stigma surrounding it. We will discuss the struggle with failure and why our responses to it are even more important. The workshop will also feature a live storyteller who will share a personal failure. And as I was reading this description of this workshop in the, in the packet of materials uh, for registration for the conference, I was drawn to this. I was drawn to this workshop because of the description, how it talked about the stigma of failure. Because I believe that we, all of us, Culturally, personally, spiritually, all of us, we are afraid of failure. We are afraid of failing. It's a well-known and oft-repeated phrase in our culture that failure is not an option. 
right? We say that about things. Failure is not an option. And we'll do anything in our lives to avoid it. First, though, I think it's important for us to note that in our culture, in our society today, and this is my personal belief, we have a very skewed sense of failure. Because we view anything that is not a raging success as a failure. It either has to be the best, the most amazing, the most well-attended, the most profitable thing ever, or it's a failure. If it is not the best, it's a failure. And then when we experience failure, we have created this stigma around it that says so much in us and to us and to others. This stigma has created a meaning around failure that declares that it is the result of a lack of commitment or a lack of work ethic or even worse, a personal moral failure. In other words, the unspoken but very loud understanding is that when we fail, when we have a failure in our lives, it is because we don't try hard enough. We didn't work hard enough. We didn't do enough. And we fail because we aren't enough. We fail because, in fact, we are failures. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be a failure, let alone, nobody wants to fail, let alone be a failure. And so our fear of failure, of being a failure, has led us to lead very timid lives. We take the safe, assured path, the path that we are most certain of. We stick with the things that we know will work and will afford ourselves the greatest chance for success. Anything else we set to the side until we are certain of our chances for success with them. If we never are certain, then we never take that risk. Never chance on the unknown. Never try something new. Never try something untested. We stick with what we know will work and will work for us. Because we don't want to fail. And for the most part, as we walk this safe, comfortable, known path, we tend to manage to avoid failure. But sisters and brothers, I have to ask, at what cost? By avoiding failure and doing what we can to avoid it, what do we miss out on? What lessons could we possibly learn? What experiences could we have? What new talents and skills could we identify and work to hone? We may avoid failure, but at what cost to our personal lives? One of the things that I'm fairly passionate about um, is the fact that I believe that we do this in the life of the church as well. Across the board, churches across the board do this. People in churches across the board, across the nation do this, both corporately and as individuals. We go with the tried and true. The things that we know will work. The programs and styles and activities that we've had great confidence in that we have great confidence in because they've worked for us or for someone else before. We don't invest our time or our energy into something that we don't know will work, into something new or untested or unknown, because if it doesn't work, if we don't get a hundred new members, if we don't have a packed sanctuary, then it's a failure. And it means that we 
failed. And if we failed, then we are a failure as a church, right? This is the stigma that is around failure and failed programs and and failed activities in the life of the church. And what could possibly be worse than failing at being or doing church? And so we walk the safe and comfortable and known path and we manage to avoid failure. But at what cost? The same sort of cost to our personal lives when we lead these very timid lives and don't risk anything to avoid failure in our personal lives we deal with in the life of the church. At what cost to our lives of spirituality does this happen? When we stick with the safe and the known, what experiences do we miss out on that would allow ourselves to grow and stretch and develop in our own faith walk? At what cost to our ability to connect with others by not stepping out in faith do we become insular and inward-looking? Do we get stuck in a rut and do the same thing over and over and over again with no passion or no feeling? Do we prevent ourselves from becoming the salt and the light that would step out and share the good news with others because we're so afraid that it might not work? At what cost do we avoid failure in the life of the church? And so sisters and brothers, this morning as we gather together as a community, I want to invite us to not be afraid. I want to invite us to not be afraid in our own lives or in the life of the church. Let us not be afraid of failure. Let us be bold. Let us step out and try something new. Be brave. To hear the call of God on our hearts and in our lives and in the life of this community and say, you know what, let's give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? Could not work? Then what would we learn from it? And how could we grow from it? Let us go out and buy the tools and the plants, the seeds, and the books. And start digging in the garden. Planting those seeds and seeing what comes up. Let us follow where God has called us to plant those gardens of faith, those seeds of faith in the gardens of the world. Let us follow God's call to do whatever we are called to do and follow wherever we are called to go with faith and trust in our Lord to guide us in the right way. Let us dedicate our lives to having fun doing it. Let us dedicate our lives to figuring out what we're doing as we go and not just going with the tried and true. Let us dedicate our lives. Let us dedicate our lives. It's not being afraid to risk and try and experience. Let us step out in faith. Go where we are called. Do how we are called. And trust that we will see what God will have come up out of it. Let us pray.
Gracious and loving God, this morning we confess to you that we are so afraid of our own understanding of what it means to fail at something that we too often do not go where you call us to go or do what you call us to do. Help us to step out and be bold and to be brave and to do as you call us. Help us to live lives that are not afraid of failure, but who can see failure as opportunities to grow and to learn and to be stronger and stronger. Help us to trust in you to guide us and help us to have the courage to trust in that and to trust in the path that you're leading us in even when we don't understand it. Help us to try new things and to have fun with what you are calling us to do. Help us to love all of your people. Be with us each and every day. Give us the strength to serve and the strength to love and the courage to go as you call. We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.